Today is Thursday, December 2nd, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Before we get into your Weather Command forecast, one brief weather note for you. Yesterday was obviously an abnormally warm day here on the High Line, and in fact, here in Haver, we set an all-time record in recorded Haver history. The high temperature was 69 degrees yesterday, breaking the previous record 67 degrees set back in 1885. Records in Haver have been kept since 1880. As for your forecast, for the rest of your Thursday, windy and cooler and mostly cloudy. Highs 50 to 55 and west winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Tonight, colder and mostly cloudy, lows 20 to 25, north winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday, colder and mostly cloudy, highs in the mid-30s, east winds up to 10 miles an hour. Friday night, cloudy with a 30% chance of snow after midnight, lows 20 to 25, east winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, cloudy, 50% chance of snow, highs 30 to 35, southeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, shifting to west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour in the afternoon. Saturday, colder and mostly cloudy. 20% chance of snow, lows 10 to 15. Sunday, partly cloudy, highs 25 to 30. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, lows 10 to 15. Monday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow, highs 30 to 35. Monday night, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of snow, lows 10 to 15. Tuesday and Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, lows 10 to 20. And Wednesday, breezy and mostly cloudy, highs around 40. The West Wind Fire that was sparked Tuesday night in Fergus and Judith Basin County spread rapidly in the dry and windy conditions on Wednesday, destroying numerous buildings in the town of Denton. The Fergus County Sheriff's Office has confirmed that numerous homes on the south side of town have been lost. However, no injuries have been reported, and evacuation orders were issued well in advance of the fire reaching town. As of Wednesday night, the fire was at 7,000 acres with no containment. The fire is believed to have been human-caused, but no other information on that is currently available. The Red Cross has an emergency shelter available at the Lewistown Civic Center, location 309 Fifth Avenue in Lewistown. Numerous fire departments along the High Line, including Haver and Chinook, provided mutual aid. On Wednesday in U.S. District Court, a box elder man admitted to allegations that he tried to murder another man by shooting him on the Rocky Boys Reservation in 2019. Dakota Houle, 25, pleaded guilty to assault with intent to commit murder, assault with a dangerous weapon, assault resulting in serious bodily injury, and use of a firearm during a crime of violence. Houle maintained his not guilty plea to a charge of kidnapping and is pending trial on that crime. The government alleged that on March 17, 2019, Houle attacked and beat the the victim, robbed him, and threatened to kill him. The victim was forced at gunpoint into the front passenger seat of his own car, while Houle sat in the rear passenger side seat with a shotgun behind the victim. When the victim tried to escape, Houle shot him, leading to him suffering serious life-threatening injuries and permanent damage. A Hill County jury found that an LLC owned by a Haver City Councilor is liable on one count of unlawfully entering a residence and two counts of unlawfully ousting a tenant, but awarded no damages to the plaintiff. Defendant AM Rentals LLC, which is owned by Haver Ward 4 Alderwoman Sarah McKinney, was sued by Haver resident Mervyn Fulton in Hill County District Court. Fulton was evicted by the defendant on December 26, 2020. McKinney entered the residence without prior notice, changed the locks, and moved all of Fulton's belongings into a garage a few dozen steps away that Fulton was able to access. The defense believed their actions were justified because they considered the apartment abandoned and the plaintiff, who was more than three months behind on rent, had not communicated with them in weeks 
weeks, the jury found the defendant not liable on allegations of violating the Consumer Protection Act, failing to act in good faith, unlawfully exceeding the legally available remedies to remove plaintiff from his apartment, or intentionally inflicting emotional distress. For much more on this case, you can check out our story on HighlineToday.com. The Montana Pulse Crop Committee is seeking proposals to fund research, market development, and educational projects to promote and enhance Montana's pulse industry. The Montana Pulse Crop Research and Marketing Program aims to stimulate and expand the pulse crop industry through research, promotion, and market development of Montana-grown pulse crops. Research proposals are due by December 17th and must be submitted through the USA Dry Pea and Lentil Council. Examples of research areas include breeding and genetics, nutrition and health, crop management and sustainability, food technology, and processing and product innovation. Marketing proposals must be submitted through the Amplifund system by 5 p.m. March 1st. The Montana Pulse Crop Committee will determine funding awards. And now taking a look at some local COVID updates for today. We did not receive COVID case updates in the last 24 hours from Hill or Blaine counties, but we did get an update from Fort Belknap. They say on the reservation that yesterday they were notified of four new COVID cases and no recoveries. Total case count for Fort Belknap, 802, 18 active, 772 recoveries, one hospitalization, 12 deaths. We also got an update from Phillips County yesterday. They say over the course of Tuesday and Wednesday, they reported six new COVID cases and nine recoveries. Total case count for Phillips, 875, 10 active, two hospitalized, 839 recoveries, 26 deaths. We did not receive COVID updates as well from Liberty or Shoto counties, so we'll move on to state news. And we will start off with that statewide COVID dashboard. Today, Montana reported 338 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 191,925. Active case count, 3,795. Active hospitalizations, 208. Death toll, 2,739. Counties with the most new COVID cases today, Cascade, 45. Gallatin, 40. Stillwater, 35. Lewis and Clark, 27. Flathead, 26. Missoula, 15. Yellowstone, 11. And looking at the vaccine update for today from the state, total COVID vaccine doses administered up to 1,230,187, with the number of Montanans fully immunized up to 520,643, which is 51% of the eligible population. Northwestern Energy says that the issue with Hebgen Dam that led to severely decreased flows of the Madison River near West Yellowstone has been rectified. The gate repair on the dam was completed late Wednesday night, restoring outflows to the Madison River. The malfunction left parts of the river dry earlier this week, stranding scores of fish. Volunteers and local workers rushed to save as many fish as possible. The full impact of the failure on the world-renowned fishery is unclear. Authorities say almost 30 structures were destroyed due to the Gibson Flats fire south of Great Falls. The 120-acre fire began as a grass fire and burned down 11 homes, 7 garages, and 11 outbuildings, according to Great Falls Fire Chief Jeremy Jones. No injuries or deaths have been reported, and a cause is yet to be determined. The Red Cross Evacuation Center is at Great Falls Central Catholic High School. The Montana Free Press reports that Lewis and Clark County District Court Judge Michael McMahon has struck down provisions of Montana's new constitutional carry law that apply to college campuses, ruling that the law violates the constitutional authority of the Montana Board of Regents. The board filed the lawsuit against the state in May. In his order issued shortly after the latest round of oral arguments in the case, McMahon said the Montana Constitution grants the Board of Regents sole power to determine firearm policies on campuses within the Montana University system. McMahon permanently barred the state 
from applying or enforcing provisions of the new law on those campuses. The order settles at the district court level, a case that arose from the legislature's passage of House Bill 102, which revised state gun laws in part to allow concealed carry on campuses and was signed into law by Governor Greg Gianforte in February. Attorney General Austin Knutson responded to the ruling by filing an appeal with the Montana Supreme Court Tuesday. And now taking a look at those wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We will start off with Hill County where winter wheat is $8.07, spring wheat $9.66. Blaine County winter wheat $7.97, spring wheat $9.61. Liberty County winter wheat $8.12, spring wheat $9.66. Shoto County winter wheat $8.07, spring wheat $9.66. And Phillips County winter wheat $7.92, spring wheat $9.56. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Dina Rudio, 53, passed away due to natural causes at a residence Saturday, November 27th. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held 2 p.m. next Thursday, December 9th at Holland and Bonine Funeral Home with Isla McClenahan officiating. A reception will follow the service at the Haver Elks Lodge. And that's going to do it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday, stay safe out on those roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.